You're listening to Rise to Your Purpose, a personal and spiritual development podcast for female entrepreneurs with a mission. We're your hosts, Brandy and Natalie. Welcome back to another episode of Rise to Your Purpose. Thank you guys so much for joining. If you're new, my name is Brandy Thomas. I'm one of the founders of Victorious Entrepreneurs Rising, and we're on a mission to help you build a business that works for you while creating kingdom impact. Today, I'm super excited to introduce you to my friend, Jessica Liston. Jessica is a mindset coach who owns and operates Mountaintop Mindsets. So she has a really unique coaching practice where she specializes in helping women specifically ignite their purpose. And, you know, we're all about purpose partners here. So excited for you guys to meet here. But she specifically ignites their purpose by getting them out of that just mindset and overcoming those limiting beliefs by rewiring their thought pattern to create unshakable confidence as they live a life of purpose. So super excited for you guys to meet her. A little bit more about her. She's also a veteran army wife, uh, born and raised in Montana, mama of two. Uh, she works full-time as a coaching strategist in the co- corporate world and leads a team of U.S. international coaching consultants, which is super awesome. Um, and then she also runs a successful social retail business focused on living, clean living and helping people look better, feel better, and make money. So today our topic is going to be discussing setting healthy boundaries so that you can co-create the life and the business you want. And I think this is so important. This topic is so important, especially coming out of 2020, where a lot of us kind of had to step back and reevaluate what are our values? What do we want to focus on? What can we prune? What can we get rid of? So we're going to be diving into that today. So Jessica, thank you again so much for joining. Um, I would love for you to just tell us about yourself and how you got into the coaching space. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. And so a little bit more about me. I am, as you mentioned, I'm a coaching strategist in the corporate world, and I've been doing that for over 13 years already, which mind-blowing to me, doing it that long. And Um, I really found my passion for coaching in the corporate world because I saw the aha moments that people would have when I coach and development or develop them. And then, uh, when we really leaned into their motivation, Mm -hmm. wanting to achieve their goals, that to me was the ultimate, like, wow, I crave that feeling of watching somebody grow and be successful. Over my years uh, of being able to coach business professionals and through my endeavors in social media, I saw a need. I saw a need to be out there helping moms and women because I feel like we are the species and the creatures that put ourselves last. Yes. It's so easy for us to do when we want to take care of work and we want to take care of our husband and our kids and our mom our friends, it's, we always put ourselves on the back burner. And unfortunately, um, I see so many women then put themselves last that it leads to confidence issues Mm -hmm. and life of regret or even a lack of self-worth. And, and I was like, man, come on women. Like we got to do better than that because we're moms and wives, or we work in the corporate space. Um, doesn't mean that our goals have to be last. So that's really what has 
fueled my passion to create mountaintop mindset. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's, That's awesome. And I totally agree with you. Like so many, I see so many women just kind of putting themselves on the back burner, like you said, and just stepping into the shadows instead of stepping in and shining their light. Like we were all created for such a time as this and we all have such a unique purpose mm-hmm. and on, on like almost a responsibility to show up and, right. and shine our lights. And we each have value in a unique way. Um, and sometimes that is just a mom being a mom and that's her mission field. And that's like her calling, but there are women out there like you and I, who our moms, wives, and entrepreneurs, and we're called to kind of have mission fields in, in all those areas. And But as somebody who has many hats, it is really important for us to have those healthy boundaries. So I'd love for us to start talking about what are some healthy boundaries that female entrepreneurs should be putting into place uh, You know, this year if they're not, if they're kind of struggling with what, what should I be prioritizing? Why should I be prioritizing? Um, share with us like your, kind of what yeah. you do for your boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. So boundaries, uh, from my experience, is one of the hardest things for us to learn because, again, we want to be all the things and do things and be everything to everyone. And what that ultimately leads to is uh, us being stressed, stressed out, stretched thin, overworked, underpaid, and just a whole slew of issues. And so if we don't have boundaries then um, what we're doing is we're actually setting ourselves up for failure instead of, Mm -hmm. and we're not able to pour 110% into the things that truly and ultimately matter. And some of the boundaries that I have personally put into um, practice for myself were healthy work-life balance Mm -hmm. practices uh, no surprise, you mentioned uh, in my intro that I run three businesses. I am very active in the corporate space as well as I have a online uh, social retail business. And oh, by the way, I am a mindset coach and I run my own coaching business, but I still have responsibilities at home. I still am a mom. I'm still a friend, a wife, a daughter. And it's hard. Let me tell you, it is hard to find mm-hmm amount of time in the day for all of those things. And boundaries ultimately come down to time management. And as women, we need to decide ultimately what is the most important thing to us. Mm -hmm. This wasn't always easy for me. This was a big lesson that I had to learn because once upon a time, I did not have great work-life balance. I was working from the time I woke up until way after my kids went to bed. And there was a point in time where I was miserable. And Mm -hmm. I thought, is this my purpose? Is this why God put me on this earth to just work constantly and to just be so busy, but not feel productive? Mm -hmm. And it really came to light for me when my daughter, um, who's seven, said, you know, mom, we're always in a rush because I was so busy that I was saying, come on, up, get in the car, get your shoes, you know, go, 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 go. That I did not realize the impact that I was having on her. And it, it broke me as a mom and as a high achieving person, right. Always wanted my daughter to aspire to be like me. And what I was doing is 
I was deterring her from being like me because she saw how stressed out I was. And I'm really thankful for 2020. And I know a lot of people will hear that and be like, what? (laughs) But 2020 forced me to stop. It forced me to slow down. It forced me to reprioritize my life and say, whoa, what are you doing? Are you busy going from one thing to the next and telling your kids, everybody else to hurry up, get in the car, get your shoes, get the things, come on, we got to eat dinner, hurry up and get in the bath, hurry up, go to bed. Or are we living life with purpose? Mm-hmm. And um, my daughter saying like, mom, all you do is yell at me. All you do is tell me that was a real pivotal point and saying, okay, I need to set some boundaries. Um, the most important thing to me is my kids and my family, but it wasn't coming across that way because it seemed like the most important thing to me was my work. And so having those segregations of, no, this is my family time mm-hmm. work and I don't turn on my phone and I don't look at Facebook and I'm not on social media. Well, that's a hard lesson to learn at first. It is so beneficial uh, in the end. And then compromise with my kids and say, or my husband and say, hey, this is the time where I'm designated to work. Give me 20 minutes, give me 30 minutes, give me an hour, and then I'll give you another hour of your time. Yeah. Um, those, those are the boundaries that I've started to establish. I love that. I 100% agree with you. I was at a place probably in 2019 where I was resentful. I was feeling unfulfilled because I was just so focused on the hustle and the grind and work, work, work. And I was out of, like, I almost was mad at myself and other people because I was giving into their expectations and I was not living up to my personal commitments to my core values. And so there was like that like internal battle. And so in 2020, like you said, just taking time to slow down and focus back on my family and then build my business around my family and around Mm -hmm. the other goals that I have for my life. So yes, business is definitely a a core value and it's definitely a priority, but so is my family. So it was like financial um, stability and having the right things in place, priorities in place for that growth and my spiritual life. And so making sure I had space for my and workout, like making sure I had space for all of those different pockets that I wanted, that I valued, and I wanted to give time and effort to yeah. and be present. And I think also just like being able to say no. And I, I did a post mm. on this, like not every opportunity is for you. Yes. And saying no to like, if it doesn't light you up, if it's not going to allow you to shine and create impact like it's probably not for you and there's somebody else better when you say no that it's going to be able to step up and take that so not feeling the pressure that we have to be and do everything for everybody and picking Mm -hmm. and choose who are our top people that we yes we do want to say yes to them and who are the people we can say no to I think that's so important because in my experience that's the hardest lesson for women to be okay Mm -hmm. with I am a recovering people pleaser. Yes. (laughs) So uh, let me be the first one to tell you that once upon a time, even if I knew I'm like, man, I do not want to be there. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Still felt obligated to say yes to things because I didn't want the other person to think less of me. I didn't want to create a persona like I 
didn't want to be available. I, I didn't ever want somebody to think less of me. And the lesson that I had to learn there was other people's opinions of me are none of my business. Right. Also, they don't pay my bills. And one of the things that I, that I teach in my practice is how to say no in the right way, because it's more than just saying no. Mm-hmm. And it's also learning to be okay with yourself for choosing that most important thing. Because if a woman does end up saying, you know, Hey, I can't meet that commitment or, or, you know, that's just something that doesn't meet my priorities right now. Then what would happen is they would beat themselves up and then they would feel guilty. Right. And we don't need to do that. And this is a very difficult thing. I think for people to learn in multiple facets, whether it's with family, you know, sometimes you know to family and I don't mean husband and kids, but maybe, you know, your mom wants to do something. Your sister asks you to do this or that, or friends ask you to do something, your work. Oh man, saying no in a workplace. Um, and again, going back to that work-life balance um, is, is just so pivotal. So hundred percent agree with you there. Yeah. And another thing I want to bring up is just boundaries around social media. I feel so many oh, people yeah. are like, I have to, what do you mean? I, I can't like wait to respond to this message or what do you mean? I can shut off my notifications. I'm like, <laughs> yes, you get to control who's in your network. You get to control mm-hmm. when you show up on social media and you get to control how intentional you are with your time mm-hmm. on social media. And so just being able to almost like when my coach is like, you don't have to respond. You can send your messages and then go do something else. Like you can send your yes. follow-up messages, then go do something else and come back when it's your message time. Mm-hmm. Um, because I did like, you know, being in the online space, you are a lot of your businesses on social media and you're networking and building those relationships, but you could also wear yourself out by being stuck in messenger all day or just like getting stuck into groups or scrolling, Mm -hmm. you know, so setting those boundaries so that you can have that space in your life to go work out and go spend time with your family and not have to always be on your phone when you're doing, you know, family time. So I feel like a lot of and entrepreneurial moms can probably relate. And even if you're not, um, an entrepreneur, uh, social media is addictive. Right. Uh, I, I don't know what the statistic is, but I'm assuming it's probably pretty high on how many people are just addicted to scrolling social media and seeing what else is out there, or they get addicted to um, being noticed or being liked, or how many people liked my post or how many right. commented on my post or, oh my God, I have to and and um because they're so addicted to that it's almost that they get blindsided and they forget how to pour back into their cup and I'm sure a lot of moms out there can relate to a kid saying you're on your phone all the time Mm -hmm. I'm saying you got to be quiet because I got to answer this message and we have to think about what are we setting our future generation up for Mm -hmm. is really the message is that really the thing that we want to teach our kids to just look at a phone all the time or to shush somebody or what my biggest pet peeve electronics at the dinner table. Mm -hmm. When I see people in a restaurant and there's four people sitting at a table and every single one of them is on their cell phone instead of having a face-to-face conversation. Oh, it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart so much. And so if there's anything that I can convey today is Y'all, we have to put down the phone and learn to reconnect with people and really look into their soul. Mm -hmm. 
I love that. Um, okay, so tell me a little bit more about, you have an academy, correct, that you're doing right now? Yes. Um, so I would love you to share with us and with the audience, like, what is that about and how can they uh, work with you if they want to partner with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super excited because I just recently launched Altitude Academy. And this particular academy is a small group session. So I work with no more than eight women at a time. And what this group is, is it's six weeks long. We get together every week for group coaching, plus you get one-on-one coaching with me. And we work through our system of igniting our purpose together because everybody's purpose is a little bit different, Mm -hmm. but the common denominator in that purpose in that you need to have the desire and the want to achieve more. And so many women out there want to achieve more. They just don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And going back to something that we mentioned a little bit earlier, most of the time women will put themselves last. And so often I ask my clients, like, what do you want? What do you want out of life? What do you want the next year to look like? What do you want the next two, three, five, 10 years to look like? Almost all of them can't tell me. They're like, I don't know. I have no clue because they never have taken the time to really think through that. And so what we do through Altitude Academy is we help define your purpose and we help to set boundaries around what is that going to look like and how do you start to overcome those limiting beliefs? Because we weren't born afraid. Right. Where in our life we learned to be afraid and we learned to hold ourselves back from our full potential. And we learned that, oh my gosh, maybe I should question my decisions and am I good enough for this? And, mm-hmm. and, and so we start to unlearn some of those bad habits and fill it with the good things, the positive things, the gratitude. And, and by creating this small community, um, what I have found is women build such great connections that they are able to encourage and motivate each Mm -hmm. other process. Um, Especially in today's world, in my opinion, I feel like it's a very lonely world. Yeah. As through COVID or 2020 or quarantine or social media, even um, we've become disconnected in an effort of being connected (laughs) a little backwards. Right. But connecting women and sharing ideas and getting different perspectives and saying, Hey sister, you know, you're not alone. You don't be afraid of that. Why are you holding yourself back? Uh, is just such a beautiful thing to watch these women grow and learn and say, Hey, you know what, when I'm feeling down, I know I can lean on somebody else. Cause mm-hmm. me my husband doesn't get it. My kids certainly don't get it. My best right. friends might not get it, but these women are like-minded and we're going to rise together. Yes. Academy is all about. And, um, what I have seen is that really spawns, um, even more growth and it is starting to become this tidal wave, (laughs) which is really exciting because you can take the six week course and it's just the benchmark. It's really just the starting line to be like, Oh my gosh, what else can I do? Mm -hmm. I know I can do this holy crap, there's literally nothing holding me back. And um, I know I get like such a cheeky smile. I'm like ear to ear and my face starts to hurt because I smile (laughs) at just the potential that is starting to be tapped into um, with this Altitude Academy. Mm -hmm. 
course, if any um, woman wants to coach with me just one-on-one and, and not necessarily be a part of the Altitude Academy, I do that as well. And I keep a very exclusive client list because again, I have, I have three awesome adventures that I'm working with. And so I, I like to keep my client list so to where I can truly pour into a women, mm-hmm. they can level up and they can really make a massive impact on the world. So. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jessica, for your time and just for your wisdom and just pouring into our community. I really, really appreciate it. Um, yes. So if anybody wants to reach out to Jessica, I will have her um tagged if you get to watch this live or if you're listening on the podcast I'll have that information in the show notes so with that thank you guys so much for your time for listening and have an awesome day thank you rise your purpose will be a weekly podcast our hope is to inspire and educate you on your entrepreneurial journey to help you fuel your passions live your purpose and build a business that works for you You can subscribe, rate, and comment on any podcast app. We'd love to hear from you. It makes us so happy to see you tuning in to the show. So if you're on Instagram, let us know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you tuned into and tag us at LiveVictorious on your story. Let us know what your favorite quote or takeaway from the episode was so that we can be inspired to keep creating content like this for you. To learn more about us and get involved with our community of mission-driven entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group, Purpose Partners, where we partner together in faith and business. So until next time, build a business that works for you and stay in alignment with your mission.